Hey guys, welcome to Dating Mechanics on Girls Chase, where we get girls chasing you. I'm Varun Raja, and today I speak with Gunwich, a guy who's been in the business of attracting women and teaching it to guys for well over two decades, before the book The Game even came out. Gunwich Method and his core product, Seduction MMA, came highly recommended for people I know. So today we're going to cover a brief introduction to the core of what he teaches how to use subcommunication with sexual arousal, emotional stimulation, and social frames to make girls work for you. Gunwich, welcome to Dating Mechanics. Hey, yeah, good to be here. I'm uh, happy to be on the show. Thanks, man. I was really excited to uh, have a chance to interview you finally. You've come uh, highly recommended from a couple of people I know, including uh, Dan and Alec, who both write for Girls Chase, as well as some other one of my friends. And I know that you've been in the game for about like a decade, right? Or a little bit over that? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's been about 20 years. 20 years? Oh, my yeah. God. And speaking of which, I'm going to be writing for Girl Chase. I'm supposed to put together an article as we speak. So, but I've been waiting. Oh, wow. What's your, what's your article going to be on? It's going to be on Gift of Gab. Just being able to speak fluidly and some stories about my pickup times and uh, <laughs> and. Well, you'll see. <laughs> I'm really excited to see that because I think it'll be a really good compliment to you know what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. And you've got a couple of products that you've released because this is, you know, like you've been doing this for so many years. And I know that you started in the massive community way back when, you know, when the game was written and before that even. Yeah. Yeah. I was one of the first people. I mean, I was there's probably 90 or 100 of us. I don't even know. I never counted. But I mean, there was maybe 20 names, period. I mean, this is back when girls weren't on the internet. <laughs> I mean, this is back 1995. You were seen as kind of like tech person or something if you were on the internet at all. And wow. so, I mean, it was yeah, it was a totally different time. I had a broken leg at the time and I got on. Probably never been on the internet myself at that time. And I got my leg broken and I was like, I, I got to do something. I'm bored. So I got on the computer and I started looking up this stuff because it was something I was already doing. It was like... You know, there's got to be other guys out there doing pickup. I found Ross Jeffries and Speed Seduction and all that stuff. And it just didn't really, it didn't work as the guy I was at the time delivering that kind of material. I ended up doing the whole gun, which method thing, because I needed to, I put that out there. I was shouting it from the rooftops that, hey, if you be more sexual, if you in your own body subcommunicate your sexuality, a lot of times when the frame comes in with her, she will follow that sexuality. And that was kind of, that was Gunwich Method. That was the early stuff. Plus, I had a lot of stuff on persistence. A lot of guys. Right, right. Still, a lot of guys get in this pickup game and they go out there and they reject themselves. They never get rejected. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, it's yeah. Not all the time. Yeah, you know, they walk away because, oh, maybe she's not comfortable. Maybe If you go out there and with the goal of getting her to go home with you or getting told to F off, a lot of times you're not going to get told to F off. <laughs> you're going to get, you're going to get her home. Uh, you know, a lot of times in game, I've noticed it's a self-fulfilling prophecy too. Like whatever you're thinking with the girl is exactly how she's going to receive it. So yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot of guys like yeah. are so uh, like out of their own confidence. They, yeah, they don't yeah. have any confidence. Like they're like, I can't believe I'm actually going to go home with a girl. It's just a shocking experience. Yeah. And then I mean, <laughs> on that same thing of whatever they're thinking about, or uh, whatever you're thinking about, they're going to think about, it can happen with the sexual state. Sometimes they'll perceive what you're projecting sexually and I'm not talking about being lecherous. I'm talking about, uh, you know, my SECT thing, which is for beginners of, of all this stuff, which is how to project these four different qualities, which are S, E, C, and T. 
I want to make a quick note that a gun witch method, I think, has gone, become seduction MMA. Is that correct? Also? Yeah, yeah. Uh, seduction MMA is, is, I mean, for me to read gun witch method out loud for an audio is about two hours. For me to read seduction MMA out loud is about eight hours. It's a lot of information. It's you know, oh yeah, and a, a lot of people don't like a lot too long of a course or anything. But if you're a total beginner, it's it's where to start. It's uh, it's the total uh, the I don't know if you call it the genesis or synthesis or whatever of of all my stuff. And and all your stuff, I think, is also the critical thing that and that's most interesting about your stuff is that you basically use subcommunication. Yeah, through your own behavior yeah. to make girls work for you, right? And yeah, like just get well, infatuated. I, I use subcommunication for the basics of being a cool guy, a sexy guy, you know, somebody that isn't uh, – that's something I more teach beginners because myself, I, that shit's on autopilot. I just do that stuff naturally, whereas uh, I use verbals for more advanced techniques. Hmm. And that was the problem in the early community was it was all verbals. <laughs> yeah, Magic yeah, there, you know, there were all these stacks and things like that, yeah, the routines it, that people were doing. Of, <laughs> yeah, you had a bunch of dorks doing verbals. And when they followed Gunwich Method, they went, okay, now I'm projecting, I'm being a man, I'm being masculine, trying to be dominant of the frame, trying to show her sexuality. And then they'd go, well, I don't need any of these verbals. You're having that debate right now in the pickup community. There's guys going, verbals are, are junk. You know, you yeah. got to have some community. Like, no, you want to have it all. That's seduction MMA. That's why I call it MMA, like mixed martial arts. You want to it's, have like all yeah, the skill sets and be well balanced. It's not to. I mean, to me, yeah. it's, just, it's crazy. But you've got experts on these forums going, oh, no, you don't need that. You need, you know, back then you had Ross Jeffries and you had mystery and stuff going, you don't need to focus on your state. It's like, well, maybe they didn't. Maybe they did okay because Ross Jeffries is basically a genius and mystery yeah. is this tall fucking cool looking dude. You know, he didn't need to be, have control of his state. He could just say cool things. But the students... Or me, also, I'm not cool. You know, I'm not good looking. <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm, I'm the last guy most women would go, okay, that's who I want visually. So it wasn't working for me. Well, I think that just really like clarifies something, which is like looks for women don't always matter. It's actually behavior that's the most attractive thing. Yeah. And I think that's also why you say the foundation of your game is just to start with is just not be a dork and just yeah. get rid of that entirely, right? I mean, as far as actual looks and grooming and stuff, just as long as you're not knee-jerk, a no. If you're not instantly socially, oh my God, no. You can get in because women have a different uh, amygdala, it's called. Yeah. In the brain, the amygdala is basically reversed in women. And so they don't visually cue in and go, oh, that's what I want. That's hot. Yeah, that's how guys work. Yeah, you know, that's, that's how that's guys how we work. choose. Like, oh, that girl looks hot. I want to go talk to yeah, her. But and not the way women work at all. <laughs> no, women more so go, I actually have that. It's part of seduction MMA is the science behind it all. And women basically go, okay, what do I feel is congruent? If the first time they had sex and the first time they had an orgasm was with a guy who was really rude to them, they're going to be more aroused by a guy that's really rude to them. It's, yeah. you know, I mean, a million different variations of that. That's why it's so confusing for guys. And like we were talking about before this whole thing, that's another thing nobody talks about in the community is there is a lot of confusion about, oh, what do women want? All this Because women do go into different cycles in their, their breeding. <laughs> they have different arousal that comes up 
from going into ovulation and things like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, the woman's fertility cycle is a big cue into what kind of behaviors and what kind of things that she finds attractive and unattractive, right? <laughs> it's, it's just kind of wired biologically. Yeah. And even in a relationship, one day she can be completely in love with you. And the next day things can change because of these strange chemical processes. We don't even have a concept of what they feel like or what's going on. Oh, I've had a couple of girlfriends like that, you know, like in, in the middle of ovulation, they were just like completely enamored with me. And then closer to when yeah, the period would be coming, we'd be having some crazy drama about like something. And, and yeah, it's just it's like really interesting to, to see that totally, in her too. Totally. It's, and it can affect the, the whole pickup process. It affects, it affects everything. And, uh, and also they have a, basically a reversed amygdala. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, they've actually found this in people who are transsexuals have a reversed amygdala a lot of times for their gender. So, I mean, yeah, it, yeah. this stuff is really deep. I mean, this is, uh, I mean, I study psychology. It's pretty much my job, but some of this stuff is very hard to understand. And I'm in this game 20 years, and I can't predict exact every outcome with every woman, especially in relationships. Like I said, all of a sudden, they'll go from hot to cold to back to crazy and wanting to <laughs> cut your tires. Who knows? You know? Anybody who's confused by this and goes, oh, my God, I'll never figure it out. Well, you'll never figure it out, but you can get better. <laughs> there are yeah, strategies. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the place to start, too, to get better is something you talk about when you mentioned the three keys, right? Like, mm -hmm. well, what are the three keys of your method, just to start? Basically, post-hook. This is all post-hook. So, like, post-hook meaning that you've already approached her and you've already, and she's already shown some interest in what yeah, you have to say. Ideally, I've gotten her moved. I've just approached I've gotten her into some kind of a gambit where she's interested in what I have to say. She feels like I understand her or she's at least arguing with me that I don't understand or something. Either way, hit or miss, a good hook. She either goes, oh my God, you totally get me. How did you know that? Because it's just a, a cold read. Or she goes, no, I don't agree with that. And she's talking to you. That's the ideal. Yeah. And then there's a high note. You have fun. You're having, you know, she laughs about something or she goes, Wow. You really understand that about me. How, how did you know that? You know what? There's something interesting about you, and I got to know what it is. There's something different about you than other people. Let's go sit down over there, and we'll, we'll have some coffee. Well, whatever. You got her seated. That's when the three keys come in. The three keys can also come in. You get introduced at a party. Hey, this is Evelyn. Hey, this is Robert. You go, hey, nice to meet you. She's looking at you kind of like she likes you. You sit down. Post hook. You go... Three keys are social frame, emotional stimulation, and sexual arousal. Let's hear that again just one more time so people understand it. So it's social frame, emotional stimulation, and sexual arousal, right? Yeah. And basically with these three things in place after she's hooked, and if you've handled them and created them properly, then... There's sex, bottom line. There's no basically, yeah, because you're using the subcommunication style basically to convey all these things. Too. Yeah, like you're, it's uh, and not just subcommunication. There's verbal ways and there's physical ways to do it. It's basically three ways. For example, I'll just run through all three and give an example of all three. Let's go subcommunication of sexuality. That's original Gummish method. That's yeah, doing sect. That's doing projecting all these things sexually at her without saying a word about it. There's verbal Basically, ways. you're you're talking to her in some normal way, and then you're also envisioning yourself having yeah, sex with her. So you're inducing the stay within yourself. Yeah, and as the frame changes to where she sucks into your frame, she's going to emulate that sexuality back because nice. people do that when they get in a rapport. They talk like each other. They use each other's inflections, and it goes at a deeper level too with the sexuality. There's also yeah. ways to sexually arouse her 
with physical game and verbal game. And that's a lot of my method is that's what I teach and you know, I'm not going to give away the store and we don't have time for it. I get 20 hours of this stuff. That's what I, you know, okay, let's go social frame at a verbal level. You've just used that in the hook going, there's something different about you. I don't know what it is. Okay. She's going, okay, I'm going to tell this guy, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to show him what's different. Oh, so you're actually like using these questions to generate intrigue yeah. in a social setting. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, there's a difference from a text to literally somebody, uh, a pimp. You can go from in a social frame setting or just trying to get social frame. Say you've gotten her number, but the logistics don't allow it. You can't have a same day lay. You get her number. You want her to text you back when you text her because that makes her feel as if she's interested in you. If you go, hi, how are you? Do you remember me? She doesn't text. She goes, eh, I don't know about that guy, whatever. If you text her and you go, hey, you know who you look like? She's going to go, okay, I got to know who I look like. Oh, interesting. But why tell her? Why tell her who she looks like? You want her to text again. That's social for him. You go, no, nah, I don't want to tell you. You'll get mad. No, I won't get mad. No, I'm pretty sure you'll get mad. No, I won't. Okay, that's three texts. She doesn't text back guys three times who she's not interested in. You've just made it as if. Same all the way to a dastardly terrible situation where a woman's being pimped out by a guy. She's selling her body and her family is telling her, what is wrong with you? Why are you doing this for this stupid guy? And she goes, I'm never wrong about anything. I know what I'm doing. But but you're ultimately using these methods basically to stimulate her emotionally, right? Yeah, like yeah. I mean, getting more and well, more hooked actually, and sucked in into your style. That would be the next stage would be the emotional stimulation. But, but right. what I'm talking about is like the social frame level of she's even as far as working for a pimp, she's going, well, I must love this guy. He must be the most important thing in the world to me or I wouldn't be doing this. All the way back to the simplest thing of a text going, I'm texting this guy over and over and over chasing who I look like as a celebrity or whatever, because I must be interested. That's the social frame. And basically the social frame is her intellectual judgment of, is this guy okay for me to have sex with? Is he, mm. and then the emotional is at the lowest level, not being boring. And at the highest level, extremely stimulating her with something crazy. And let's go with just a, uh, Physical example of emotional stimulation. Mm -hmm. Like I said, there's verbal and nonverbal ways. There's ways to do all this. But let's go with a physical emotional stimulation at a base level. You're sitting there talking to her. You're having fun. You grab her phone from her. And go, no, you can't have it. And she goes, give me my effing phone back. Give me it right now. You No, I'm not giving it to you. You hold it up above your head and she's grabbing at it. Uh, and then you finally give it to her. That simple. So even though she's gotten angry at you, you've yeah. effectively stimulated her emotionally. It's and better than if you'd sat there in awkward silence. Yeah, or just like said something really boring and she yeah, loses interest. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Or said, <laughs> so how do you like your job? And she goes, oh my God, my job's so boring. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, I'm going to look at my And this is phone. like a typical <laughs> question most guys ask anyway. She's like, oh, please. I've heard that like a billion times. <laughs> yeah, it's something that... Uh, you know, emotional stimulation can go extremely dark also, <laughs> as you can imagine. You know, you're talking like a stripper and her domestically violent boyfriend. There's a lot of em emotional stimulation there. Yeah, that's why, you know, those typical girls never even leave that situation. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> they, even though they might say they hate it and they're looking for social, you know, like support, yeah. it's uh, kind of an uh, like addict, you know. <laughs> kind she, of an I mean, she response. meets James Bond, the most suave, debonair guy who's ever lived. 
and he has the social frame for sure. He doesn't even need to do anything. He's James Bond. This dude's wearing a $3,000 suit, and he's a secret agent, and he's awesome, and he doesn't need to sexually arouse. He's the most gorgeous man she's ever seen. She's going to go, yeah, but I love Tommy because I have all these feelings about Tommy, and it's about getting beat up, <laughs> as crazy negative as that is. You know, but you can also do extremely positive emotional stimulation to social frame to, to sexual arousal. You can also do very negative uh, sexual arousal. Oh, I we see. There's like a couple of different ways of yeah, doing this. And we haven't talked about the negative social or sexual arousal. There's women who are into bondage and, and, and pain and stuff like that. So, I mean, there's there's a million ways to skin a cat. But basically, if you don't know the structure, you're just grabbing in the dark. If you don't know yeah. the three keys... There is no fourth element. I mean, there is kind of a fourth element with social frame in that you have to have, have safety too. But that's yeah. also a social frame. Is he okay? You have to protect your reputation at the end of the day. Yeah. And also, I mean, in my case, for example, I don't tell women uh, my real name because I've got a very terrible Google. <laughs> so, oh, boy. You know, a woman Googles my real name and there's a problem immediately. Flip side, you know, uh, any guy, a woman's going to be scared to go and go home with him. But if she doesn't know him, but if if you've talked about how you were taking care of your nephew uh, the day before, or talking about how you went and picked up your mom's laundry, or just anything like that, something to seem normal and safe, it's covertly put into her head that okay, he's safe, even though it might not be. I mean, who knows? You know, she doesn't know. But that's mating and dating, and these days it's so much better. With uh, Lyfts and Ubers and stuff, once she's attracted, she's aroused, you go, hey, do you want to catch an Uber and go get some drinks or something? Because she feels like, okay, there's somebody around. <laughs> you know, back, I'm talking like, you know, 2000 or something. You're like, hey, do you want to come back to my house? You got to come get in my car. It was a barrier at times. Now that's something you can alleviate. Even if you have a car, you can use lifts and Ubers and stuff. I use it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it makes it like yeah, so much easier Yeah, it's a better too. social frame. You know, it's a better it's a better safety frame of nothing bad's going to happen. You're not coming and getting my rusty old van. <laughs> that yeah. used to be a thing, but now you know that it's one way technology's improved the game. Yeah, unlike places like Tinder, actually, yeah. which I think have kind of yeah, like made things right. worse. <laughs> Tinder probably doesn't hurt the game, but it hurts self-esteem. You know? Oh yeah. I mean, I was in this game 15 years and doing really well, and I tried Tinder, and it's like, come on, they're looking at me, going, "Okay, am I going to swipe right on Michael Chiklis here, or am I going <laughs> to look for something better?" But in person, it doesn't matter as much because I can actually intrigue her. I can actually get some kind of a level of, okay, I want to know what this guy has to say or what he thinks about me right from the jump versus, oh, what does he look like? What does he look like? <laughs> mm. Actually, speaking of that topic and about, you know, uh, being in person and, uh, and having that intrigue, one thing I wanted to ask you about is something called SECT. Mm -hmm. I think this is something you recommend to beginners, right? Just to start off like... Yeah, that was what I was talking about with the, uh, right for just the initial beginner, you got to come off like a, a masculine man. You got to come off more... Uh, you can't have your eyes darting around. You can't be standoffish. and Yeah, I mean, like we said before, the foundation of game is not being a dork, right? So yeah, pretty much. It's kind of I more mean, about, yeah. like, not doing certain things than, yeah, than and, doing you know, certain and, things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and sect is an easy thing to remember. You walk up, you're talking to her. S is speak slower, speak more sexual. There's a sexual speak, tonality you mentioned. Yes, yeah, speak more like I'm speaking right now. Then I was speaking five minutes ago, going, bah, 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 you know, the rapid fire <laughs> shit. 
speak more in an even tone, and try to project some sexuality, and then the eye contact, make her look away first. E is for eye contact. Yeah, E is for eye okay. contact, and then C is for closeness. You want to get closer to her at some point. Right. And then T is for touch. I mean, I don't do a lot of it in clubs, uh, or not in clubs, but in uh, day game. I don't do a ton of touching and all that, because, I mean, especially on the opener. But eventually, when I'm, I'm a, a trick I'll use is once I'm seated and I've run some of the three keys and stuff, I'll be like, hey, check this picture out on my phone. And I'll go and I'll, like if we're seated at a booth, I'll go and I'll slide in next to her as if I'm trying to show her the picture. But really, I'm just getting closer to her and getting our bodies touching. And then if it's a really good vibe, I might touch her, you know, put my arm around her or I might, you know, touch her hand and go check this out and, and show her on the phone. Again, this like is that. like using subcommunication more or less, right? Like on the surface, it looks like you're doing something, but in reality, it's creating a whole different effect. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm just showing her a picture, but really I'm getting closer. I'm touching her. A lot of guys, you know, I mean, if it's uh, some celebrity or something, we'll go, oh, that's creepy. That's technique. Eh. Well, you know, I don't look like a model, so I have to <laughs> have to do a little bit of <laughs> do a little bit of wrangling. But yeah, it's uh, things like that. You string enough of that kind of stuff together, and it gives her an experience to where she's having a really intense experience with you. She's being stimulated. She's aroused sexually. She thinks basically, okay, this guy is somebody that I'm okay to sleep with. And then there's all these little little techniques and little slips into position and <laughs> things like that. Even the lift of the Uber, instead of saying, hey, do you want to ride in my car? Let's get a lift or an Uber. Okay, that's safe. Things like that. You string all that together and you've got a really solid game and it's not some big emotional, uh, not emotional, but inner game thing like, oh, you know, I, I'm the man and I, when I'm in state, I'm pumped and I can get a woman. No, it's <laughs> a bunch of stuff strung together that you can pretty calmly use and get women. Yeah, I mean, it all boils down to the three keys, right? Sexual arousal, emotional stimulation, and social frame. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the hook is the hardest part, always. Of course. I think that's one of the hardest things yeah. in any any situation. Yeah, we were talking about that before the show. It's like, pfft, that is something that you get in marathons, you get in streaks. It's like when you're really out there a lot, them hooks just start happening. And like I was saying, I mean, I've done five women in seven approaches. Whereas if... I'm completely out of the field for six months for whatever reason, and I go back out, and even though my game is really strong, I'm good enough to instruct this stuff, I might approach 20 women before I get a single lay <laughs> because it's mm. like I can't get that hook going because I'm just not socialized right. You know, so yeah. a lot of it is momentum, I mean, with the hook. But with the three keys, it, as long as you can get her seated and talking to you and interested in what you have to say, you can run them three keys, and, I mean, your, your success rate's going to be... Like I said, there's a million ways to do it. There's a million ways to do all three keys. You can come up with your own or some of my stuff, and you're going to get laid maybe one out of two times. If you're relaxed, calm dude, and you've got a girl hooked, you run them three keys, it's going to work. It's the new system. <laughs> it's the way. The community has a lot of methods out there and stuff, but focusing on her and her states and those three keys is it's basically a surefire win is yeah what it sounds i mean like. there's you know unless it's just not happening period anybody ever tells you they got a hundred percent method well there's no such thing as hundred yeah, percent method. hold but. on to your wallet <laughs> hold on to your wallet and run because they're full of shit <laughs> so, yeah That's, you know so it's really interesting that you know you go from 
from the beginner stage where you focus on yourself and how you're projecting these things. I think yeah. for the intermediate stage to happen, then you're actually kind of creating these on your own, right? Like yeah. you're, you're asking yeah. yourself, how can I sexually arouse her? How can I emotionally stimulate her? How can I maintain a great social frame with her? Yeah. And then and you're then, kind of like morphing it into your own methods and your own systems. Yeah. It goes from, like you said, it goes from you're so focused on, oh my God, what am I projecting? Once you get that down, it's kind of like, okay, that's succeeding, but there's more to this. <laughs> I mean, so basically for beginners, like I think a lot of beginners will always overlook the fundamentals part and how they're projecting things. Uh -huh. But that really is such a critical bit because yeah. this whole style is entirely based on subcommunication. So that's the, basically the first thing you have to get down. Yeah. And then, then <laughs> once you get into focusing more on her and how to run the proper emotional states and, and, and all them gambits on her, the advanced stage is being able to actually have relationships that you can control. And that's its own problem. <laughs> Basically, so a girl becomes so devoted to you because you're so interesting to her that... Yeah, like, and then, you know, I, I have that Witch 15 product, which is, I've been with, like I said, I don't know, earlier when we were talking, I've been with maybe 20 to 30 short-term relationships, long-term relationships, and they're difficult to control. And women have a lot of varied ways of thinking about what should be going on in a relationship. But I have a lot of controls for that too. Things like throw out an easy tip for most guys. When you first get into a relationship with a woman, after you have sex for the first time, and you really want a relationship with her, the absolute first thing to do is to stop coming to her for physical affection in any way, shape, or form. You never initiate. Make her initiate every time she wants a kiss, a hug. After the first couple days, you just go cold on it. Make her come to you every time. They'll even notice it sometimes and go, I always have to initiate the sex. What's going on? And most guys come to me and want to say, well, I, I don't know. I'm not that kind of guy. And then they always feel like they're working. They always feel like they're working like, I always have to get a hug from him. I always have to get a kiss from him. Anytime I want to have sex, I have to initiate it. That actually feels good, though, because at the end of the day, they're investing in you exactly. to get what they want, right? And then when they... You kind of created this pattern where they go to you and then you give it to them after they've asked for it and, and they receive uh -huh. pleasure back. Exactly. So got... <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's the perfect frame for men in, in relationships, but most men don't do that. Most men are like, oh, please, baby, please let me have it tonight. Oh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Need, neediness is one of the least attractive things yeah. that any guy can project. <laughs> it's just a really, really bad frame. And I've got 50 other techniques, not 50, but you know, I got a lot of other techniques there too for in relationships. I can keep a woman completely under my control to where she'll have sex with me anytime I want. She'll do anything I want. I can take it to dark levels if I want to, but I don't do that because eventually you become bored of it because we all want to chase in the relationship. So that's the advanced stage. It's like, how do you see through your own ego and, <laughs> you know, and your own feeling like you have to have a, a desperation for, for some woman that's unattainable. And it's a difficult back and forth in relationships, but it's something that I've gotten pretty good with. I mean, I don't get uh, punked out. You know? <laughs> I don't lose hand in the relationship and go, oh, baby, please be with me. And, uh, you know, and she's like, no, I, I'm, I'm sick of you because you did this little thing. You know, no, it's more like I do that to them as a control mechanism. <laughs> I reverse the whole thing. Uh, reverse induction almost. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, you nag them and they go, oh, how can I please you? You let them nag you and they go, I don't care about this guy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a really strange, it, it, I don't fully understand relationships yet, but I can keep a woman completely in control for quite a while. Very, very cool. Whereas, you know, the advanced in-field cold approach pickup game 
is just mastery of your own gambits, your own three keys, stuff that you're really, that you start to get down. Like you mentioned, Dan, he's coming up with a lot of his own of those gambits. He's been doing a lot of, a lot of work and we've talked about it me and him talking chats and stuff all the time. Yeah. And you know, he's come up with some really solid gambits. We've helped each other on some of them. And that's when you start getting into like an advanced stage of the game is basically you're creating your own stuff on the fly. More yeah, or less. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can come up with something right now that I've, I've never used before and have no idea if it works, but I know where I'm headed with it. If I'm trying to emotionally stimulate, if I'm trying to arouse her, I can come up with a theme and work it in multiple ways with multiple little small techniques peppered in that help it along. It's uh, like just in uh, my new verbal gambit stuff, something I use all the time now is I'll go, uh, if I'm trying to do like a, a verbal gambit on a girl to hook, for example. Right. I'll do my standard pre-approach stuff and then I'll go, oh, hey, hi. you know what? I just noticed something about you. This just sound crazy, but I bet you're somebody that you put up walls with strangers, with new people you meet. You put up walls and people can even think you're kind of icy. I don't mean to be offensive, but uh, then once you get to know somebody, you're somebody that uh, you're trusting to a fault. You're loyal to a fault and people will take advantage of it. Does that make sense? What I was just demonstrating was the does that make sense? Because when you say does that make sense, people go, yeah, I'm smart. It makes sense. And they agree with you. <laughs> it slips the cold read in. With the does that make sense? Because she goes. That's like straight up Ross Jeffries right there, I think. <laughs> yeah, that type of thing. Yeah, you know, does that make sense? And she goes, oh, yeah. It's kind of a combination of the, the verbal, the linguistics with the does that make sense of Ross Jeffries and the cold read BS of, of like Neil Strauss or something. But you start combining hundreds of these little techniques. And if you've got good overall game, just not game, but inner game and subcommunication with it. You're the most intriguing dude she's met all month. And if you combine curiosity gambits with it, I mean, you'd go up to a girl in a club and you say, oh, you know who you look like? And she goes, no, who, who? And you go, oh, no, I don't want to tell you. Brad Pitt could walk up and she'd still be focused on you going, who do I look like? Because it's about her. Yeah. <laughs> it's way more important than attraction. These little subtle things to make somebody feel smart or make them feel like they're important or they're unique. Yeah, I mean, we all want to hear about ourselves, and that's all, like, you exactly. know, everyone's yeah. really self-centered. Like, most people in the world are extremely self-centered. Exactly. So. Especially beautiful American women. <laughs> <laughs> that's, you know, I mean, I've never been to, done pickup in England or anything. I'm sure it's the same thing. You know, worldwide, people who are, are very attractive and try to make themselves uh, somebody that will be visually stunning probably are pretty self-centered and want a lot of attention <laughs> and that type of thing instead of giving a compliment of oh you're so beautiful they hear that all the time they don't hear who do i look like who do i look like you can use their own vanity against them in that way it's, <laughs> yeah, it's that's so interesting i mean a lot of the system and what i like about the gunwich method and seduction mma is that it, it kind of switches the game in a way you're using subcommunication and all these uh these tools to generate intrigue from her to come work for you, right? So effectively, the guy becomes the prize. Yeah, it's basically that's how you work it. And also, though, you're not just taking a frame of I'm the prize. You're working her to where she's interested. A lot of systems in the past, like, ripped off mystery method and stuff, and they'd be like, well, I'm the prize is the frame. And they'd be like, well, then what do I do? 
you're just the prize, man. You don't got to do nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Which is completely the wrong advice. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. you can't just go out and pop your collar on your tuxedo and go in the club and look around and say, I'm the prize. You got to have some kind of a a verbal gambit. You got to have some way to get her. uh, Some way that subcommunicates that you actually are the prize, right? It's not, you don't just say I'm the prize because that's not going to have an effect. Because then it's just be like, are you really the prize? Like, that sounds like complete bullshit. But if you can subcommunicate that, you're saying that it's as a very powerful impact and basically makes girls chase you. Yeah. And, you know, there's a guy called uh, Brent Smith. I don't know if you're familiar with him in the community. He got, like, angry at some point with, like, quit trying was his main advice. Like, quit trying. Quit trying. And and he just couldn't articulate it, though. Not quit trying. Quit trying to be something and show her, oh, look at me. I'm a bad boy or I'm a cool guy. Or He was trying to say exactly what I say of focus on her. <laughs> Give her an experience. You don't have to be anything. You got to focus on what's going on in you her head. You just got to create an experience for her. Yeah, and, then, and you know. Yeah, I like that. Robert De Niro, the actor, I had seen him do the same thing. Somebody was asking him about his acting technique. He said, don't do anything. You know, he's getting older and he's kind of angry in interviews and stuff. He says, don't do anything. They're like, well, what do you mean? He said, don't do anything. But it totally makes sense. And then he said that the audience gets it. Don't do anything. And most people were kind of like looking at him. The interviewers and stuff were looking at him like, what? What is he talking about? I got it though. He's saying don't do anything outrageous when you're acting. Just go into the state. The audience will see it. The audience will pick it up. And that's subtle acting. If not, you're overacting. You're <laughs> trying to show the emotion. There you go. So by putting yourself in the state, yeah, you know, then you generate the results, and it's done in, in an indirect way rather than trying to force it to happen. Yeah. Same with women. Same with pickup. You're in the state. You're showing it, and you're just working her frame. Too many guys are like, "Well, well, I'm going to spin into the club and grab a woman and start dancing with her, and I'm a bad boy, or you know, I'm going to dress up like I'm a thug or something." And they'll, that kind of a shit now. <laughs> So it's weak. It's weak game. It's it's not even intermediate. It's it's a basic game of trying to project something that you're not, instead of going, okay, what can I do to give her an experience that's so intense? Even if she's a bookworm, she's like a bookish, you know, good-looking librarian girl, and she's shy. You don't go with some extreme intense experience, of course, but just small things. Small things will make all the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Taking her phone away from her, making her grab it back is like the pimp beating up his woman, emotional stimulation-wise. It's calibration. You can't get too crazy with a, a woman that's refined, and you can't be too boring with a chick that's wild. But those are pretty obvious things. You'll learn it easily as you run them three keys. You'll figure out, okay, this chick's really crazy party girl. I'm going to have to pick her up physically and run off with her and spin her around and start a tickle fight. You know? <laughs> You know, she's some chick that works at a bank and she's mellow and you're out in the day game. You don't want to emotionally stimulate her by running off with her, picking up her and trying to tickle fight her, of course. But that stuff's self-explanatory. Oh, there we go. All right. I guess that's a wrap for us on Dating Mechanics. But thank you, Gunwitch. That was a really, really great intro to your system. Yeah, yeah. And I can't wait to see Seduction MMA, actually. It's good to be on here. and went a little long, but I'm long-winded. <laughs> that's what's going to be my uh, Girl Chase article that I'm writing is basically how to be long-winded. Because if you, if you never shut up, eventually they have, they have sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can't wait to see that, man. Yeah. Have a good one, man. Thank you. Thank you.